Welcome to PNC C-Speak, the language of executives. I'm Carol Daniel, along with Michael Scully, regional president of PNC. Each podcast features local and regional C-level executives talking about relevant and timely business topics. This knowledge sharing platform provides insights on forward-thinking business approaches that disrupt the status quo and encourage business leaders to think differently. Today, we welcome Leslie Hofarth, President and Executive Director of Forest Park Forever. Leslie, it's been a long time. Great to have you on PNCC Speak. Thank you. So happy to be here. Leslie, let's start with your background because it might be unusual for some to be an executive director of Forest Park Forever. You are a civil engineer and people might recall that you led that incredible massive project on, by, with MoDOT on the 6440 um, stretch, over $500 million. How are you leveraging that expertise as a civil engineer in leading this innovative work you're doing at Forest Park? Yeah, you know, I think this is the right time for an engineer to be leading Forest Park Forever. When I arrived back in January of 2010, the organization was in the midst of a change in our mission from helping the city to rebuild the park to figuring out how to take care of it forever. Uh, Since Forest Park Forever's founding in 1986, we have partnered with the city of St. Louis on a $100 million effort to restore our 1,300-acre park from decades of decline. It was a major success story for the community and many challenges ahead. So when I came to the organization, uh, they were looking for a leader to help implement their new strategic plan, that change in, in, uh, in our mission, and was also looking for a new agreement with the city before launching a $130 million capital and endowment campaign, the largest in our organization's history. I brought the idea of an equal partnership with me from leading the new I-64 project. Much like I-64, the public didn't really care who was responsible for what. They just wanted to trust that when they needed to use the system or the park in this case, that it would be in good shape for them. Uh, So we worked together to negotiate a first in the country equal partnership agreement so that we made decisions as a team and how the park was maintained and operated. Uh, And I brought with me values of trust, collaboration, and developing my team to be high performers that set goals and achieve them together. This gives donors and partners the confidence that investing in Forest Park is a good investment. We want to be good stewards of our donors' dollars, and we are. So, Leslie, I think you understate it when you say uh, Forest Park is a success story. Indeed, it's a role model in St. Louis for families, for friendships, for diversity and inclusion. So it's just amazing. Switch gears a little bit and talk about how the park is used to further economic development. How is you know Forest Park Forever working with the St. Louis economic development entities to attract businesses and talents to St. Louis? Sure. I think the best thing that we can do is keep Forest Park in great shape. Our board and our donors represent top companies and families who really understand the importance of Forest Park for that quality of life piece and also to be that shining example of what St. Louis can be when we work together. Uh, Forest Park is usually on the top of the list for um, tours when 
prospects come to town to relocate to St. Louis. We do partner with Explore St. Louis to leverage their national connections to give visibility to Forest Park Forever and to Forest Park. Uh, we are actively involved in national park advocacy organizations as well, uh, looking for ways to put Forest Park in that national spotlight. Uh, for example, I just did an interview with a national publication featuring our playscape that opened earlier this year. It's definitely a model for St. Louis. So we look for those opportunities that, that businesses in St. Louis can feel good about the place that they are, use the park to uh, try to attract new businesses and to keep the ones we, we have here. We know that a thriving forest park and green spaces in general really help support a thriving St. Louis. Leslie, I'm one of those who has volunteered with Forest Park Forever for many years, um, specifically the Hat Luncheon, which is one of the major fundraisers for Forest Park Forever. Um, talk about volunteerism, especially the sense that many companies have in St. Louis, that they want their talent to volunteer, to serve on boards. How do you use that to, to how is that being used to foster uh, a business's talent development? Yeah, we have a very active board at Forest Park Forever. We've actually put together expectations for, for people that are interested in being on the board. Um, things like you need to show up at the board meetings. We want you to serve on at least one committee. Uh, we want you to be a cheerleader and an advocate for Forest Park Forever uh, when you're out and about in the community. We want you to give. So you need to give annually and to any campaigns that we have. All of those things say they're, they're marks of good leaders um, to, to really support the organization you're part of. And we want our board members to feel really good about their involvement with us. Uh, so we, we wanna make sure that we, we help them be um, really effective at giving that, that governance guidance that we're looking for. We have staff liaisons for each one of our committees. Um, the spend time preparing officers and our committee chairs for meetings, check in with them afterwards. Again, we're, we're trying to, to have our, our board volunteers um, be uh, feel really good about the work that they do with us, um, and they provide a huge value. We want them to know that. Leslie, one of the many interesting things I learned from your bio was that you meet regularly with leaders of parks like Forest Park and conservancies and management nationally to share best practices. I'm sure a lot of those best practices you're providing, but I'm curious, what best practices have you learned from this group? Yeah, so I'm going to start with a few challenges that I've learned over the last year and a half as we have all made our way through uh, the pandemic to date. Um, and there's some things that I know that the business community is uh, really, really working through, too. It's talent retention uh, and either having too many visitors to manage and having issues with turf care, trash cleanup, those types of things or just finding ways to draw people in. So either having too many, um, too many people, not enough. Both of those things are, are tough to balance. Uh, so we've learned that there are a lot of different models for public-private partnerships. Uh, that is definitely something as, as one of the um, oldest 
nonprofit conservancies in the country. We are a leader in, in that area and giving advice to people. Um, we're learning a lot from others too, just the importance of elevating the profession of urban park management. Uh, we've learned a lot from others, especially uh, Central Park Conservancy, and we're putting our own, back to those engineering skills that I bring with me, we're putting our own rigor behind um, understanding what we do, measuring what we do, so we can get better at those things that are taking too much time or too many resources. Uh, diversity, equity, and inclusion and access for all is another best practice that we're learning a lot from others around the country, things that they're doing to make sure that uh, their parks are, are truly open and, and inclusive of everyone in the community, understanding how to draw people in and, and have them be part of uh, the park that, that you're taking care of. Leslie, let's talk just a, just a minute about the park as an extension of a healthy community. Um, it's a fun place to be. You know, it's a romantic place to be, but it's also a part of the health of this region. And, and while business leaders clearly want to turn a profit, they also want a healthy workforce in order to do that. So t talk to CEOs about how they should view Forest Park in terms of the health of their workforce. Absolutely. We have seen, we have heard from so many people over the past year and a half how vitally important Forest Park has been. And it is truly a place for hope, health, and happiness. We hear it over and over from people. And yes, that um, the health, um, mental health, physical health, it's so important. So uh, we we make sure we keep the park in great shape for people that want to come and breathe the fresh air, get their heads straight, exercise, meet up with friends. We know how important that is. So while we provide a park that that presents that to the community, I want to make sure I keep my team healthy and, and happy uh, as well. So it's it's really important to just keep checking in. How are people doing? What do they need help with? Uh, and, and keep the goals in front of them. There are things that we need to accomplish and, and just make sure they know that um, we're all going to get through this together. We're all going to finish this race together. Leslie, you have, you have to admit uh, what a great benefit it is working in the park because you can experience it every day as part of your, your job description. So that would be something spectacular. Uh, the park is looking great. I'm, I'm there frequently at least a couple of times a month particularly like those handball courts where you see that group of people that uh, really relish that exercise in the in the mornings. I'm curious, what's next? What's coming next that we can look forward to? Yes, we have some fun things on deck because the park needs to continually be evolving to meet the needs of today's visitors and visitors in the future. So you can look forward to um, the river connecting on the east side of the park to Jefferson Lake, the big fishing lake. It will go past Steinberg and connect with a, a fabulous water feature. So expect to see uh, some improvements on the east side of the park with, with the natural spaces. And then a little past that, expect to see Steinberg being a vibrant year-round facility. I'm super excited to be thinking about not just ice skating in the wintertime, but what can we do year-round to encourage people to stop People run by and bike by all the time, but give them a, a reason to, to stop when the weather's nice and either splash in a splash pad, have a drink at the beer garden, 
these are all just ideas right now. We're just starting to imagine what it could be, and we will be working with the community on that. So uh, giving the rink an overhaul, the building an overhaul, connecting it better with the landscape and connecting it better to King's Highway to create kind of a, a eastern welcome area for Forest Park and, and for the city to the east of Forest Park. And then also at some point in the future, expect to see that brick line connect with Forest Park. So you will be able to get uh, on GRG's Brickline Greenway all the way from Forest Park downtown. And then I, I will have to say, you could also go to Fairground Park or Tower Grove Park. So Leslie, I will have my skates ready. Me too. <laughs> we'll do it together. Leslie, thank you so much for joining Michael Scully and me for this episode of PNC C-Speak, the language of executives. Thank you.